Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners Guys Quick and Dirty Tips for a More Polite Life. Today is a very special edition of Modern Manners Guy. Why? Because this episode marks the 400th episode of my Modern Manners Guy column and podcast, and it's because of you that I've been able to have such a dream job. Your emails, Facebook messages, tweets, time, support, and loyalty are all what makes this opportunity so special. As well, a big, huge, monstrous thanks to everyone over at QDT, St. Martin's Press, and Macmillan Publishing for allowing me a platform to share my opinions with the world. Now, even though reaching this milestone is a rather emotional time, don't think I'm going to use this episode to get all mushy. After all, We have serious business to discuss at Mannerly Nation, and today we're going to hit on some of the lowlights of the Rio Olympics, pointing out some valuable lessons from some unmannerly athletes. Yes, the Olympics provides us with heroes, but it also allows us to see how insanely rude some of the world's finest are when their emotions get the best of them. So, let's ring in number 400 with a look at the three low points of the 2016 Olympics. Example number one, the Ryan Lochte effect. One of the most talked about low points of the 2016 Olympics was when 12-time Olympic medalist and all-around bro Ryan Lochte went on national TV and lied about a wild night out with his teammates. After fabricating a story about being robbed by people dressed as cops, Video proof showed him and his crew damaging property and having to pay for it. Not robbed, not hurt, just them being jerks. What Lochte did was not only wrong, but he opened a door to how superstar athletes feel it's their right to do whatever they want without any consequences. Well, joke's on them. Because it turns out that the global backlash against the king dude himself and his teammates and mounting pressure have cost him millions of dollars in sponsorships. Lochte's screw-up has tainted his Olympic image forever. For as long as he competes, he will be linked to what he did in Rio. When he races in the next Olympics, the announcers will bring it up. The papers will ask him about it, and I doubt fans will let it slide either. So, even though Lochte is a winner in the pool, it's clear he doesn't always get the gold medal when it comes to manners. And there's a lesson to be learned in that, folks. Now, I don't want to waste my entitlement rant on Lochte, but rather use him as a symbol of what it means to use influence to lie. Lochte will say it was all just a misunderstanding, but it's not. In fact, 
people like newsman Al Roker aren't letting him escape it either. Recently, Roker's colleague, Billy Bush, said he, Lochte, certainly lied about some details. Roker cut Bush off mid-sentence and set the record straight, saying Lochte lied about everything. Not distortion, not exaggeration, just lies. I always knew I liked Al Roker. Here, Lochte is being put on blast, and it's proof that just because you're a superstar, it doesn't mean you get to play by your own set of rules. I'm not sure if Lochte will brush this under the rug as a misunderstanding, but we as fans of the Olympics will not let him escape karma. And man, do I love karma. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Example number two. Losing with grace. Sorry, I mean disgrace. In last week's episode of Modern Manners Guy, I had an article called Don't Be a Sore Loser, How to Handle Defeat, which I discussed how to gracefully accept the pitfalls of losing. Be it personal or professional, losing is a tough part of growing up. However, with every defeat, you have to move on, evolve, and allow your ego not to get the best of you. Yet, not everyone has quite learned this lesson. Case in point, two Mongolian wrestling coaches during a bronze medal match between Mongolia and Uzbekistan. Long story short, while up one point with only seconds to go, the Mongolian wrestler was charged with a penalty for, quote, celebrating his victory early. Not exactly a proper way either. And thus, his opponent, the Uzbekistan wrestler, won the match on a technicality. So, how did the Mongolian coaches handle the news? Well, by taking off their clothes and throwing them at the judges, of course. You know, like classy folks. And if you think that they were acting purely out of emotion, claiming they were just, quote, lost in the moment, you'd be wrong as well. Since the video, which I linked to in this article, clearly shows both coaches rallying the crowd in support of their striptease. Ready to go, guys. Way to go. I mean, nothing says sportsmanship like tossing your pants into the crowd. Now, whether or not you agreed with the call, and FYI, it was totally justified, 
The manner in which the coaches handled themselves was something you rarely see in sports, or even in a movie. I mean, it was surreal. I thought I was watching a Sasha Baron Cohen movie. See, as someone who has participated in Greco-Roman wrestling from ages 8 to 18, and nearly a decade in the bizarre world of pro wrestling, I have a soft spot for my fellow wrestlers. I empathize with them in every way, from having to make weight to pushing themselves to the new levels of success. As well, I understand how a point system loss can crush you and your team. But what these coaches did was the most disrespectful act I've ever seen in Olympics, let alone in wrestling. For the life of me, I couldn't figure out how this helped their cause. Did they actually think the judges would change their minds and reverse their call mid-strip? Like, okay, okay, you guys make a good point. We'll reverse our ruling. Now, please just leave your underwear on. The only silver lining was watching the actual wrestlers themselves embrace each other after the match, even while the coaches were nearly naked. What the competitors did showed pride, grace, and elegance. Feeling overwhelmingly distraught after his loss, the Mongolian wrestler showed up his rude coaches with the professionalism by congratulating his opponent before bursting into tears off mat. Sadly, his graciousness was overshadowed by two coaches with zero respect for the sport and for the Olympics as a whole. Example number three, the entitled crowd. The egos of athletes are difficult enough to manage, but what's worse are the entitled non-athletic associates that believe their connections earn them a spot in the winner's circle. An example of this was with India's sports minister, Vijay Gull, and his rowdy and unaccredited entourage of hanger-ons. His entourage of leeches repeatedly used his influence to push their way into restricted areas and challenge with improper tone and gestures security officials for trying to reprimand them. This act is similar to how an obnoxious celebrity brings a dozen of their, quote, boys to a nightclub and shouts at everyone in the room, Don't you know who I am? Folks, what Gold did was entitlement at its finest. And in case you haven't caught on to my philosophies on manners by now, please understand that the highest level of improper behavior comes in the form of entitlement. From a spoiled rich kid, nepotism, or the spouse of an influential person flexing their partner's power as their own, the single rudest character trait is entitlement. I even wrote an article called Tips for Entitled Youth, where I took great pride into ripping those who believe their last name, wallet, or associations grant them certain privileges over others. So when I heard about Gold's gang of brats, I couldn't help congratulate Olympic organizers for taking a stand against entitlement. If they allow this behavior to fester, it would only turn the Olympics into a velvet rope affair of who's who, rather than who matters. Put yourself in the athlete's shoes. Imagine your childhood dream coming true, only to have some random person run up to you and take a selfie during your moment. Not exactly how you dreamt it, I'm sure. This is essentially what Gull's crew was doing. Be it sport or socially, it's insanely arrogant to think a friend or family member's rights are now yours because you're with them. I can't help but savor watching someone with faux clout being put in his or her place. All right, folks, that's episode 400 in the books, and I can't thank you enough. So keep those emails coming, manners at quickanddirtytips.com, 
and don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide tips for a more polite life. And pick up my book, Reply All and Other Ways to Tank Your Career, for great tips and advice on job success. It's available now. Thanks again, and take care. Listening to your favorite podcast? That's smart. Earning your degree online from Southern New Hampshire University? That's really smart. With 24-7 access to coursework, no set class times, and dedicated student support, you can go to school when and where it works for you. Low online tuition means you can even do it for less. And dedicated student support means we'll be with you from day one to graduation and beyond. Join a community of learners just like you. Go to snhu.edu today to start your free application. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.